0: And welcome to Rainbow Road. On this podcast, we will explore queerness in games, whether that be characters, themes, developers, or anything else we can queerify. I am your host, Travis Ryans. I'm an assistant director in the film and television industry. Joining me is our co-host and player two, Mike Deneen. Mike is a sociologist, queer gamer, and just all-around wonderful human being and Overwatch addict. Hello, Mike. Hey! Oh, that's so nice of you. Oh, my God. As well as our two guests for the day. First up, we have Eitan Shalman. Hello. As well as we have Vivian Ming, a queer gamer who's not so good at games. Uh, that was her introduction, by the way. That was not me. I am not that bad of a person. But hello, Vivian. Hello, hello. For our very first episode of Rainbow Road, we are going to be talking about Overwatch. Do, 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 I'm hoping we'll actually put in music there. For those of you living under a digital rock, Overwatch is an online multiplayer 6v6 arena shooter where you take on a cartoony character and try to capture objectives from the enemy team and either move the payload or completely forget it exists. It's up to you. (laughs) Launched in 2015, Overwatch is still going strong with plenty of updates and a sequel in the works. It's available on PC and every major console and boasts 40 million players, which is more than the population of my country. Did they pay you for the intro? (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping. I feel like that was great
1: free advertisement. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't even. Blizzard needs the money though. <laughs> oh, no, but sure. I do.
0: That's the thing. I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, tell me about your Overwatch experiences. How long have you played? What system do you play on? Who do you usually main? Uh, I played since almost just after the game came out. Uh, I think I was
1: still busy with school when it first came out, and I had to, I had to really hold myself back, and then. Uh, and then I deep-dived into it, and I've been uh, like watching my competitive score religiously since uh, since about that time. And uh, you know, to, much to the chagrin of so many of my friends, I play on Xbox One. And uh, about 20 seasons of competitive
0: later, here we are. Oh, my. Okay, so we're all represented here between PS4, PC, and Xbox, then. That's good. <laughs> uh, people still play on PS4. That's impressive.
2: Uh- <laughs> I do. Uh (laughs) Ooh, shade. You know what, it's great, because
1: I can get, uh, can I swear? Yeah, go for it. I get shit on by PC players all the time, but I feel like there's a pecking order, so I can at least shit on the PS4 players.
0: I think the joy is that even on PS4, Eitan still gets to shit on anyone playing on the Switch. So there's still a pecking order. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh Not bottom yeah. of the food chain.
3: I want to know who actually plays on the Switch.
0: I actually have two friends who do.
3: That's that's insane.
1: Are they are that's, they children? That's... I, that's who I imagine plays on the Switch. I feel like it's all kids.
3: That's actually barbaric. I. It's too much.
0: Locked to 30 frames per second. Oh my god, Oh my
3: god, really? I think so. Oh my god! Wrong? How?
1: You know what? I'll, admittedly, I cheat on my Xbox and I do play the PC version, but because my computer's so old, I have to play on the lowest graphics settings, which I feel <laughs> like is—you'd think it would give me an advantage because it'd just be easier to vector for my computer, but it just—it's terrible.
0: Uh, I mean, it's not like Overwatch is loaded with particle effects. You know, that's fine. <laughs> that's yeah, no, that's true. You know where you don't
2: have to do that though on the PS4. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, this is
0: what I'm talking about. <laughs> what about you, Fev?
3: I started around like the end of 2016, uh, and I played pretty solidly for a year, and now I've been playing on and off every few months. So I'll play for like a month or two, and then stop for a month or two, and that's been it. Pro- mostly I come back for the events and skins.
0: The <laughs> events are great, Yeah. yeah. That's what keeps people coming back. Yeah.
1: It, you know, it keeps it fun cuz I f- cuz sometimes when you're in the gaming world, you know, I'm sure any g- gamers experience this where you play for so long you kind of lose time and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice that it does remind
0: you it reminds you that there's an outside world of like, oh yeah, like people are having Christmas now. <laughs> Well, uh, and Eitan, you got into Overwatch recently because I forced you to. Yes,
2: yes. Um, I got it for Christmas of uh, last year. So I've only been playing for about three or four months. I haven't been able to play for the past uh, week and a half or two weeks because uh, my account got hacked. So uh, and uh, they picked a great time because the PS4 like (laughs) helplines are down. Because of um, COVID-19, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of screwed. But uh, in those three or four months that I have had the game, I played it like crazy, and I got pretty into it.
0: Well, hopefully they at least boost you up to platinum while they've stolen your account. <laughs> uh, tell me about it. What about you guys? What do you, who do you usually main when you're playing? Well, I I haven't
2: played too much DPS just because um, when I started playing I'd pretty much only do quick play and the wait times are shortest for tank and healer so I mostly played tank and healer and uh, I think Travis would uh, back me up I I think I play a pretty mean
0: uh, Zarya and Orisa. Yeah, you're actually a pretty good tank. It's not what I would have expected out of you, because I mean, every gay plays support, right? That's just <laughs> wow. that's just what it is. Wow. But <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. It's definitely support
1: is
2: definitely <laughs> my highest competitive
1: score role for sure.
2: So yeah, uh, as a tank, I'm definitely a Zarya and Orisa player, and uh, when I do play support, a little bit of Lucio, a little bit of Brigitte, and oh Moira, hundred percent Moira. Tons, tons, and tons of hours is Moira.
0: Of course, because Moira is a queen. This is like the
1: new age zodiac sign. It's like if you're you're, not, if you're a ta- Taurus, no, you're like I'm a no, I'm a Zarya.
2: Like oh well, we can't date with then. a Moira rising. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <I'm> rising. <laughs> uh, what about uh, what about you, Mike?
1: I think I have a my favorite combo is May. Uh, May is Bay, obviously oh, first yes. and foremost. Yeah. She's like if Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from the Tim Burton Batman movies, uh, Do- Mr. Freeze, like were like a small Asian girl, and, oh my and, it's, God. And, it, and it made my life complete in a way that I never knew I needed. <laughs> Uh, that and then Reaper, just because he's basically like his aesthetic is the Grim Reaper, right? He's the Grim Reaper with like two shotguns, and his alt mm-hmm. is just where you know he just blasts everyone away. It's, he's he's so cool. So and then uh, you know I'm a Mercy Mercy main, I think support, I, but I really like Moira too. I don't know, I I'm pretty diverse. Cool. What about you, Vev?
3: I when I first started playing, I played like just solely Mercy because all you had to do was just left click and follow people around (laughs) and then for a while i played a lot of mystery heroes and now i always ask myself who do i main when i come back to overwatch after a break (laughs) because i don't fucking remember uh lately i've been playing a lot of tank just because i can't be bothered to q dps
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah Personally, myself, I'm an Anomane, because I believe that I am secretly a six-year-old grandmother who puts people to sleep. That's just, that's very me. Um, Your jokes do that. Yeah, that's me pretty much. Uh, but when I uh, am getting messed up by flankers, then yeah, I have to switch over to a or Brigitte, because my team can never keep me alive. And this is why I play with Eitan, because Eitan keeps me alive like <laughs> he's he's good protection it's great god bless who's the
1: voice actress who plays anna because she she's a cool person in real life from what i understand
0: oh my god i'm so glad you gave me an excuse to bring this up okay. thank you so much okay so she is so lovely she actually used to voice disney princesses back in the 90s she uh would do the arab version of those princesses uh oh, cool. for disney localization. Uh, she has since become a casting agent uh, for Arab localizations. Uh, So she finds actors who can do Arabic translations. And when Blizzard was looking for an actress who could speak Arabic and English, they contacted her knowing she was one of the best in the industry. Uh, And she looked for people and she was trying to pick some people out and they didn't really like anyone she was sending, but they said, hey, you know, you used to be a voice actress. We have this meeting coming up, and we need to have some test stuff for people. Could you just do a quick little reel of some of her lines, and you know, we'll we'll find a real person later? And she said, "Sure, I'd love to." Uh, so she does it, and then the whole team fell in love with her. They said that you are perfect. You are the character. You have to do this. And I think my favorite story is um, listening to one of her interviews where she was talking about how she got invited to come to Blizzard Con, the you know, big convention where they do all of their games together, and it's like a comic con, but specifically for Blizzard properties. Uh, and they invited her to come, and she was like, what? What, are you, what is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What? What is this? And they said, please, 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 we'll fly you out. We'll, you know, we'll put you up in a hotel. And she's like, ah, all right, a free trip to LA. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, he doesn't, who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> right? And then she saw the crowds of people just cheering for her. And one of the things she said at the event was, I have spent my whole life playing princesses, but this is the first time anyone's ever made me feel like royalty. Wow, oh, that's, ru- that's that's nice. so sweet. So she is so lovely, and Mike, thank you so much for giving me an excuse to bring that up. i was really <laughs> hoping someone would. <laughs>
1: she sounds badass in the game. Like you, you're like, yes. It's it's like you kind of like, oh, what's the deal there? You know, I, and I feel like that's so much of Overwatch too, where it's it's the characters or the voices of the characters that really lend itself to like the imagined zeitgeist of the world that you're you're playing into like the game has no set story like we kind of get bits during the archives events but it's I think that so much of the lore of the game uh, rests on the shoulders of the the characters and the talent that's put into it
0: Oh, 100%, and I think that's one of the reasons that Overwatch is considered so popular is is because of its characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's often touted as like the most diverse online game in the market, um, including its two queer characters, Tracer and Soldier 76. Um, Beyond that, just going to go through a little data here. Beyond that, they've got 32 characters that you can choose from, including 13 males, 13 females, four robots, and two animals. Both animals are male, two of the robots are coded female, while one is coded male, and Bastion has no gender markers. Uh, demographic of the human characters includes three Black, three Latinx, two Arab, one or possibly two Indigenous characters, four East Asian, one South Asian, who is also on the autism spectrum. However, at the same time, a lot of people have accused Blizzard and Overwatch of virtue signaling and not actually caring about the marginalized communities they claim to represent. So let's dive into that discussion. <laughs> Yeah, how do we define caring? Like, what's... <laughs> well, I mean, that's up to you guys. What do you think? Like, do you think that this is proper representation, that they're really trying to push the envelope here, or do you feel well, like... Well, I guess
3: this... caring would be, like, fleshing out the lore, like, their diversity.
0: Yeah. Uh, are, are, do you think it's... What do you guys think I about I mean,
1: it? I think that, like, it's a company, right? Like, this is still a company. How do we define caring in this context? I feel like companies often are more looking at uh, how much they're appealing to the markets that they serve. So, it's like how... How much are they appealing to the the demographics that buy into the game that they're that are partaking
0: in in the the game game world? Do you feel like they're trying to buy into the same demographic that the other multiplayer shooters in the market have, or do you think they tried to carve out a new market? You know what
1: I, I don't play a lot of other shooters these days, uh, so it's I don't I don't think I can I don't I can't comment on that, but I can definitely. Overwatch is a social artifact, right? Like it's a sort of like a mirror world of like the world like that we're living right now. I and I do think that they are trying to cater to uh, a 21st century audience, like a a woke audience. I'm cool with Daddy 76. That's that's fine with me. Like it doesn't it doesn't impact my my playing of the game at all. You know, or does it? I don't know. Vivian, how do you feel about it?
3: I've never really considered diversity. Maybe subconsciously, I was thinking, oh, they had a diverse set of heroes, but it was never something I was thinking about consciously. I think when I first started, I vaguely knew that Tracer was queer, and I was briefly interested in whatever story was there, but then I found out you had to like pay for the comic, and I wasn't about that. I was broke back then. <laughs> and I mean, still to this day, I have delved into the lore a little bit, Um, And as far as I can tell from what I've read is that they don't really touch upon a lot of romantic relationships. If we're talking about um, sexuality representation.
0: Well, they have Mm. given Tracer a girlfriend.
3: Yeah, that I do know.
1: But uh, That's
0: that's in the comics, right? Yes, it is. So, I mean, you used to have to pay for the comics. I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't know if that makes Tracer gay for pay or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Does Tracer have an
0: OnlyFans? That's really what matters.
3: Yeah, from the (laughs) comics that I did read, I I never got to Tracer's. um, But largely what they focused on was the in-world lore, right? It was all about uh, the fight between the good guys and the bad guys. Overwatch and Talon, I guess. Like, it was never focused on sexuality or, I guess... uh, If we're talking about racial diversity, it wasn't really
0: about that, but... It's symbolic.
3: It it is symbolic, but it's nothing past that, though.
0: Yeah. Well, Eitan, this was your first multiplayer game, right? Yeah, yeah, it was.
2: Uh, And uh, when I started playing, I was uh, impressed looking at the roster of characters, at the diversity. They had a range of female characters as well as male characters. I would heard that Tracer was queer as well. The range of body types, you know, they had a female bodybuilder character... Still, the majority of the characters were like "quote unquote" sexy, but not everyone was fit. Th- that they came from so many different countries. There's, I feel like there's a thin line between sort of um, pandering and inclusion. But uh, yeah, I think they've handled it relatively well.
1: I feel like so much of the discussion is surrounded game characters' anatomies. So like in the past, it has been you know breasts in Soul Calibur, or I think there was a a talk about you know Widowmaker's butt or something like that. And (laughs) and then to me that that, I don't I'm not interested in that. Like that's like I don't care. This is some
0: artist sitting in a room just being like, yeah, this is how big this is gonna be, and it's like whatever. Well, it's actually kind of interesting when it comes to like Widowmaker and Tracer. Um, the Sort of the controversy, if you want to call it that, that came out was that Tracer had a victory pose in the game that was very much flaunting her butt. And a lot of people cried out about that. And the cry out to the cry out was the fact that like, well, Widowmaker is super sexualized. Right, Why yeah. can't Tracer be super sexualized? And they said, well, but Widowmaker is also a femme fatale. Like that is part of her character. She does use sexuality to lure men to their deaths. Whereas it's not really Tracer's MO. Tracer is very light and fun and quirky. Uh, so Blizzard actually redid the victory pose uh, to something else, <laughs> so that it wasn't quite so featured on her butt. The pose changed, not not her, not the character's design, right? No, they didn't change anything else. But I think that's part of the way that we communicate these characters and who they are is through, through their sprays, through their emotes, through their victory poses, through their highlights.
1: Do you think that uh, that Tracer being a, a queer character or suddenly being endowed with a queer identity recontextualized how people saw her?
0: I think it does honestly you know because I was following it and you see people in the subreddits and things like that saying things like oh why are they shoving it in our faces and it's like guys it was in a comic you had to pay for yeah. that was not connected to the game I don't know how less shoved how, in your how face how is
3: that shoving in your face I always I keep forgetting that there are queer characters I didn't
2: know that I, t- Travis told me like three or four days ago that Soldier 76 was queer and I didn't even know that like that you, was the you case you
3: can't, it can't be shoved in our face when it's not even like a visual thing like you can't see that someone's gay well maybe you can i mean tracer Uh, does
2: have that haircut
3: i (laughs) I mean the same argument goes for zarya do we we don't know if zarya is straight or whatever this is like this
0: conversation I, i often find with straight people where i'm like guys you cannot tell someone is gay just by looking at them, that's so yeah. offensive. And then I get with my gay friends, I'm like, that guy over there, yeah, totally. <laughs> <Clocked> totally. red. <laughs>
2: yes,
3: there's always a bit of a double standard there, but it's just like, no, like I'm never, when I'm playing Overwatch, I'm never thinking, oh, she's gay, or oh, he's gay. Like, what does that matter yeah. when I'm picking a hero, right? I, I just don't get the people that are like, stop flaunting in her face, it's like, it's literally, it's like a, a detail, a minor detail.
1: That's such an interesting point, though, because as a queer person, I've always felt that I never wanted my queer identity to be the defining thing about me. Like, you know, like I've encountered a lot of people in the LGBT community who make their sexual identity like their their prime feature of their identity. But I feel like as we're moving into this era, that's a nice mirroring of like. It's not in your face. It's not something that's like, oh, this is a gay character and their sprays are all rainbows and like their emotes are all just like, hmm. I don't know. But like, it's it's more of like something that's a thing about them rather than the thing about them.
3: Yeah. And that's that's something I, I do actually like because I guess I'm the same way. Like, I don't want my queerness being the defining factor that people remember me by. Like, I want queerness in media not just video games, but in all television shows I watch or things that I read, I want it to be normalized. Like, I don't want it to be like, the story is centered around their sexuality. I'm tired of reading that. I think a lot of people are. I get that. Like, I needed that. I I needed that as a kid. Like, as a kid growing up, when you don't know, like, yeah, I needed stories about queerness, specifically around queerness. But now I want to believe that we're in an age that we can normalize it, and that helps Mm -hmm. normalize it. Everywhere, right? So Mm -hmm. people aren't focused on it in a good way or a bad way.
0: I I do kind of agree with you, but at the same time, I I still feel very cynical about it in that there's never been anything in the sprays or the emotes or the voice lines or... Uh, a- anything within the game itself, it feels a little like Dumbledore to me. <laughs> I,
1: it's so funny, I was thinking the exact same thing.
0: And just to like explain this to our audience, in case there's anyone who, who doesn't know this, J.K. Rowling announced that Dumbledore was gay in an interview, but that was never mentioned in the books, and even if that was an idea she had at the time, it was never made it into the film adaptations, it never made it into the play, it never made it into the newer films that are about Dumbledore and Grindelwald. <laughs> And it's never been mentioned since. So it kind of feels is a little bit like... just fan service at that point then? Oh, like, oh yeah. Right? yeah, like, like it,
3: 100%. Yeah. But I think, I guess the difference here is that it weighed in no part in Harry Potter where, you know, if you were an avid fan of Overwatch right now, it does matter. It does get brought up in at least the lore should you choose to further explore it.
0: And I think that's actually kind of great for kids because I think this game is really geared towards kids with its cartoony style and stuff like that. So I think it's nice that any kid who's interested in it is hopefully going to stumble across that and that's going to mean something to them.
2: Or they'll just stop playing that character altogether. But, you know, hopefully we'll think positive. Um, Going back to Tracer, I think there is a spray of her girlfriend's face, but it's a hard balance for me where like you don't want to just throw in oh they're queer uh, as a, a little side thing and not use it in any way within the game but I wouldn't mind I, w- I wouldn't I would mind like pride flag sprays or whatever but um yeah I don't know <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard balance
3: well yeah like the you know they have a bunch of general sprays that I never equipped because I never use sprays but like it would be a nice gesture if they had like a general pride flag yeah. spray
0: yeah exactly and I don't think they can because of Russia oh Thanks, Russia. And this is where it bothers me. I think that's why these elements are missing. I think that the developers in... uh, I can't say for certain, but given their dedication to diversity, I think that they would want to include those things, but uh, Activision Blizzard as a publisher would not let them because it would hurt their sales in Russia and possibly China. Interesting. That's a
3: whole other pile of... Crap.
0: Yeah.
1: It's funny, my partner and I, we were watching Star Trek Beyond, and they have that one moment where... Sulu's character he they get to the space station and then he like sees his daughter and then the person who like is it's implied that he it's his husband but it could but it could also be like his brother who like his daughter's uncle or something like that and I was like it it was subtle enough to the point where it wasn't in your face gay but like anyone of the LGBT community would be like yeah that's his that's his husband for sure you know I think that they I think that companies have to do it in this ambiguous way where it's like, can we serve both audiences? Can we like appeal to our LGBT fans but also not like be offensive to the people who like are on the more conservative end of the spectrum? Do you think that little
2: moment at the end of the, do you think that was that good enough for you?
1: Yeah, it was good because i'm I'm a huge Star Trek fan too. Um, and uh, to have uh, something like that added on to the canon of a of a beloved character. Um, yeah, you know what it does kind of, it, it, you know, I think it did do it for me in a way, but in a way that I was like, yeah, that was, I was impressed at how, how like impactful yet subtle
0: it was at the same time. It worked. It worked. I was sold. I bought in. This is where I have trouble because I'm so happy. I love Overwatch. It's why I wanted it to be our first episode. I love its characters and I love its representation and I love what it does. But at the same time, I can't help but get frustrated sometimes with some things. Like there was the whole Chung controversy where this isn't specifically Overwatch, but this is Blizzard as a company who runs the same game with Hearthstone with one of their streamers who had a, a free Hong Kong sign up during one of his streams and they took away his prize money. They banned oh, him yeah. from playing the game. Uh, and then there was the, the controversy with Farah inside of Overwatch, they're indigenous representation. So Roadhog is one of their characters. He has uh, some skins that are inspired by Pacific Islander cultures. It says that he's technically Australian, but his real name is Mako, which is Maori for shark. So it it might be authentic to his heritage. We don't really know. But then Farah, after she was released, uh, got some indigenous costumes, specifically American indigenous, to wear in the game. And there was a huge outcry about cultural appropriation because the only parent we knew of was her mother, Ana Amari. So then over the course of the next year, Overwatch started dropping more hints through the comics and in-game sprays that Farah's, you know, Mysterious Father was actually Canadian and Indigenous before, you know, they finally confirmed it like a year later. So like I'm not really sure whether that was genuine representation that they wanted. Like, yes, we're gonna put indigenous characters in this because it was so piecemeal in the way that it all came out, or if it was like, oh, we put it a skin and people aren't happy with it. Um, let's let's just let's just make her native. Let, let's just make her native.
1: Yeah, let's just make them less pissed. Yeah. We need to diffuse some of this uh tension.
0: I I don't
3: know. Like at least in Overwatch's specific case, they've put so much attention and detail to different characters' lore. I don't think it was like, "Oh shit, we fucked up. Let's go back and retcon it."
1: What does that mean again? I've heard that word before.
3: Retcon is like Retroactively. Retroactive
0: continuity. So it's the idea of changing someone's character after the fact. It's going back and rewriting something that was already established in the canon or in the lore. Gotcha. Okay.
3: Yeah. So like with the amount of detail and the amount of writing and story that's been put into each character, I don't think this was something they did willy-nilly. They were like, they just like... Like the aesthetic and made it a skin for Thera. It just didn't doesn't seem like something they would do. So that's how I feel about that specific case. Blizzard as a company, though, with the whole Hong Kong thing, I was not very. Happy. Can
0: someone explain that to me a little bit more detailed? I, I'm I'm a little clueless. I'm assuming you know about the the tension between Hong Kong and China right now, on or do you not know? No, I do. One of the streamers for Hearthstone, another game that's run by Blizzard, put up a sign that said, Free Hong Kong. Um, Blizzard was furious because this risks their stakes in China, uh, where they make a lot of their money. So in order to appease China, they punished him by taking away all the prize money he had won in the last competition, as well as banning him from streaming and playing the game for like a year or something.
2: Um,
0: As well as they also... Did that to the hosts, like the the commentators because they didn't immediately outcry against that. They didn't say anything. They just kind of laughed and moved on after his mic had been cut and everything. Wow. um so it was it was a heavy band. They walked it back slightly where they let him play again, but they didn't give him back his prize money.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So it was this huge thing. And again, like there's isolated incidents that Blizzard has done that on their own aren't really. I mean, that one was pretty bad, but other ones like the Farah controversy and the Tracer controversy and, you know, um, choosing several years later to to make Soldier gay (laughs) Um, on their own, I don't really have an issue with, but I, I start to worry about the pattern that it forms. What's the pattern in your mind? I, I do wonder if some of the decisions that they've made have been more motivated by profit than they have about representation. And I realize there has to be a balance, but it, it worries me that I think the developers want to tell a story and that the publishers are probably holding them back from the stuff that they want to do. Right. I mean, we'll see.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. At the end of the day, it's it's a company and the point of the game is to make money for the company. And so they'll censor anything that they deem as um, yeah as potentially uh, damaging or risky. Yeah, Threatening their
0: bottom line. Yep. Yeah. Well, considering the slow roll of, you know, release of information that we've seen from these characters, I think it's pretty uh, natural to assume that we're going to see more characters, even from the current roster, revealed as queer as time goes on. Uh, So that's something to look forward to. Yay. Let's just make everyone gay. (laughs) Why not? I mean, that's the gay agenda anyway. Oh, it so. is. That's the gay agenda at work, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. I hope everyone realizes <laughs> oh, yeah. that. It's brainwashing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I yeah, did. Yeah. Going into it, 100%. Um, but you guys mentioned Zarya as a potential for you know future queering. Do you guys have any other characters that you think or that you'd want uh, to see revealed as queer?
3: I mean, I'm biased just because I like Pharaoh.
0: Bastion?
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you
2: say
0: Bastion?
1: <laughs> yeah. I kind of want a gay robot. Is that...
0: I don't know if that's weird. Not at all. I don't think so. He's cute. I mean Bastion's kind of non binary already, so like <laughs> actually he's a computer, I guess he's very binary. <laughs> you could do dip- Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <you> could-
1: <laughs> I feel like you could do Winston, but like we've had gay pandas. That's not super shocking to have a gay gorilla, you know.
3: We've had gay pandas?
1: Not in the game, I just mean in real life.
3: Oh, oh <laughs> I'm
1: Yeah, like
0: what is Or, or no, penguins um, I don't did know. you not I play like... that World of Warcraft expansion?
3: I oh, I did I did play <laughs> pin uh, well um.
0: <laughs> I think a, I think a gay ro- I think a gay robot would be cool. I mean, personally, I want to see Moira revealed as trans. I don't know if you oh, guys have ever right. seen her origin story. I think she looks very masculine coded in the start of her origin story and that she progressively gets more feminine presenting. As that little clip goes on, interesting. Okay, and you know what? She also she she uses that. She's got her two hands, right? She got the one hand she
1: heals, on the other hand she does damage. I feel like she has a good handle um, on like a binary she sort of has her, her whole
2: thing is duality mm-hmm. yeah exactly
1: i feel like that she would be a good candidate to have be a, a trans character i just
2: really wanted to use the word duality to prove my intelligence so uh <laughs> yes oh you did it yeah no i, I thank you I, i'm impressed you
3: filled your quota for this episode
2: <laughs> well that's that thanks that's all the time we have i
0: said duality <laughs> <laughs> Eitan are you waiting for your Jewish representation are you waiting yes. for a Jewish hero
2: yes either a new one or somebody completely unexpected Baptiste all for it Can Winston be Jewish yes. I want Winston to be yes. Jewish
1: <laughs> Just imagine he's got the little he's got the g- curls on the side of his head that would be adorable
2: Curls and a little kippa. I'm, I'm <laughs> all yeah, about
0: it I would, I'd rock that <laughs> I'm just picturing Genji throwing little stars of David at everyone <laughs> oh my
1: That'd God. be amazing <laughs> I would love
0: that. <laughs> uh, so, with all the work that Blizzard has done to create this sort of diverse roster of characters and this uh, representative community, do you feel like that has bled into its player base, and do you feel like it's affected the way the, the community accepts these people into their into their own? Like uh, you mentioned, Mike, you don't really play a lot of other shooters, right? And Aton, I think this is your first one as well. Viv, I'm not really sure what your experience. Yeah, is, no. But... I,
1: after university,
0: I just just Overwatch. Same. I've played um, Rainbow Six Siege I've played uh, PUBG oh that's you know what okay I played Rainbow Six as well yeah so I, I was really heavy into Evolve when that was a thing when that existed and uh, don't judge me for it but I really <laughs> loved it
1: what's Evolve what is that I don't know I've never <sighs> even heard of that
0: it's this 4v1 um, asymmetric shooter where you're either playing as one of four hunters or one monster uh, that's running around a map uh, the monster starts off fairly weak but the more it feeds on the wildlife the stronger it gets and the more it can knock down the hunters Oh, I love so you're that. trying to hunt it down and it was actually so much fun i loved it but okay i won't go off on a tangent why are you ashamed that you played this game i don't get it because a lot of people didn't like it for dumb reasons but i have played a a bunch of online games now at this point and i have to say that the community for me has been so welcoming uh, especially because i play on voice chat and like listen to my voice i'm gay i'm very obviously gay it's there's no hiding that this is not an aspect hold on travis you're gay yeah i know girl i'm so sorry like (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say that I have not faced the same toxicity that I have Uh, playing Overwatch that I have in those other communities. Like, I left Rainbow Six Siege because I couldn't deal with it anymore. Because it it demands communication, and I just, I couldn't put up with it. Was it, like,
3: specifically uh, homophobic?
0: Yeah, and I heard plenty of other racist slurs and things like that, and people who didn't even realize that I was a guy, so I would get a bunch of, like, make me a sandwich bitch kind of things. Right.
3: Yeah, that's why I don't really like talking on comms in general as a female. I don't blame you. Like, I don't want to invite that kind of talk i i I hate toxic communities in general that's why for the longest time and still really i don't play league because the first few times i played it they were like stop inting i'm like i'm just learning how to play this game i'm I'm gonna die more than a few times like if you're so good why are you down in this elo with me right like
2: i i strictly play uh, on mute i don't i don't even attempt to allow that kind of bullshit in my in my safe space of my house and while I'm playing video games. <laughs> safe space. Yeah, it really yeah. is. But um yeah, I I'm I'm not about it. I I don't care what somebody across the world has to say about me playing as Zarya for the millionth time. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I don't care. So I, I don't, I play on mute 100% of the time. Still doesn't stop people from sending me hate messages. I got my first one like, a few weeks ago, just from a Reaper. Pl- really? Yes, I was playing Moira. And um, actually, I, we were, I was playing with Travis and um, we mm. won, and the enemy- And then worked. I sent him a hate sent message. Me a, yeah, he s- <laughs> sent me a hate Yeah, <laughs> Travis online bullied me. <laughs> (laughs) the uh, enemy reaper was like fuck you Moira play as somebody that's actually hard to play and I was like you're a reaper (laughs) Wait a minute. What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) Means they're easy to anyway.
3: I mean you just hit Q. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I won't deny that I
3: don't understand people that are like so toxic in in games like, yeah,
2: why not just be toxic in real life? <laughs> <laughs> Say it to my face. Is, this,
3: is is anyone having fun at this yeah. point? If we're getting to this state, my favorite thing, my favorite thing, my friends and I do is just every time someone's toxic, we report them, and we love booting up our game to see that. Page oh yeah, where it's the like, successful yeah, like you did good message. Yeah, it's yeah. like yes, we did our part. You done
1: good, kid. Yeah, yeah. That that is really validating, isn't it? Yeah, it
3: is, and I guess overall, I I don't play a lot of other multiplayer games, or or I avoided them because of toxic communities. But Overwatch, I find to only be like mildly toxic, and it's pretty easy to avoid.
1: I agree. I think it depends on a couple of things. To Travis's point, I think that Rainbow Six Siege may, because of the tone of the game, attract a more stereotypically macho. Uh, demographic as we're like Overwatch depending on whether I'm playing on PC or Xbox, like, I I will find a different genre of toxicity. Uh, Like, is it going to be, like, little squeaker 12-year-olds, like, screaming at me kind of toxic? Or is it going to be, like... That's my favorite. Or is it going to be, like, basement dwellers, like, really just exercising their rage through their fingertips on their keyboards, you know?
3: I took a break for a while before Overwatch implemented the endorsement system. Mm -hmm. That was
1: great, yeah. And
3: I think it has... uh, Improved the community a bit.
1: Yeah, now you can have all the fun of LinkedIn on Overwatch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel happy when I get an endorsement and it makes me enjoy the game more yep. and I think that takes... If I was salty or tilted in any way, it, it, it does... Uh, alleviate it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I guess. No, I'll take that that dopamine hit for sure. You know, like <laughs> I that. only yeah. recently realized that 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 those endorsements were from other players. I th- I didn't because I didn't know that you <laughs> I give. The th- game.
3: I don't know. I thought it was the game
2: telling me that I did a great job and that I'm a team player or a shot caller or something. But I was like, wow, and I was like, oh wait, no, that means this whole time. I could have been giving them out to people too. Like, (laughs) what a kind and benevolent (laughs) algorithm. But
3: isn't it even more validating that it's other people uh, endorsing you? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's like you're getting, like, the community is also, like, rewarding you for how you play. And then you can give that back. doesn't
2: stop people from teabagging me, though, when they kill me oh <laughs>
0: yeah but I, I like like you mentioned they have put all these little little things in there to try to make it better you know they've put in the endorsement system they have the reporting system that they're supposedly using you know even if uh you might not know this but um on pc if you type in you know uh some taunting chat like ez oh, uh, if that. you type that it will auto-correct what yeah. you typed in the chat to um, different flavors of like, my mommy says I need to go to bed now. <laughs> or, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm still really bad at this game. Yeah, I, I
1: almost <laughs> exclusively use that when I'm playing on PC just because the little flavor lines are just so yeah, funny. I
0: do enjoy seeing those. It, it really does feel like they've tried to create this sort of warm, welcoming community. Uh, and I think that's paid off. Like, And that's why I'm still playing Overwatch, you know, four uh-huh. years later. For sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Before we go, I just want to ask you a little quick question. Um, we'll start with Mike. Mike, what you playing? What am I playing? Uh, I'm playing Overwatch right
1: now, obviously, every day, because <laughs> I, like I said, addict. got to get my SR fix. But uh, I'm also playing uh, Pokemon Sword. Uh, Who is your starter? The the fire one, obviously, I always pick the fire one. Who is now Cinderace, Score Bunny? Uh, yeah, hey! Scor- I couldn't because they evolve so fast now. I'm just like I, I, he's like my Pokemon for two seconds before I've got the fully evolved form.
0: <laughs> oh, they grow up so fast.
1: They certainly do. Uh, and uh, but everyone seems to have abandoned me in favor of Animal Crossing. So oh. I'm I'm still on Pokemon right now. Everyone's <laughs> playing Animal Crossing. I'm okay with it.
0: What about you, Viv? What you playing?
3: I am the person who abandoned him for Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing a lot of that lately. I've been trying to get into MMOs, playing Guild Wars 2, and I've never found an MMORPG that I've really gotten into, and I'm really trying to do that these days.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Aton? What's your
2: plan? Uh, I'm still on Prey. People say that the average playtime for Prey is 20 hours, and I'm on like 25 with no end in sight. Really, <laughs> I think it's because I, all I do is creep because I'm so scared. <laughs> Although, um, so for those that don't know, Prey, you're in like the space station, and the monsters that are trying to kill you are mimics, so that they so they can turn into household objects like cups and tables and stuff, and then like, when you get close, they pop out and try and kill you. It's gotten a little bit less scary now that I have more powers and have built my character up a little bit, but it's still pretty, uh, alarming when something pops out at me. So I, I've developed this like coping mechanism, which is, um, when I'm attacking something with my wrench, I scream, no, I know the truth. I know what you are. Um, Like in real life, like when you're playing the game? Yes. Yes. I do that. It, It like for realsies. Is that is it cathartic? Uh, it is very cathartic. It's not cathartic for my uh, for my fiance. He thought it was funny the the first time, but um, unfortunately, you get you get attacked by mimics more than just once. So um, for him, it's gotten old kind of fast. But not for me. Oh, can I can
1: I also give a shout out to it? I just realized there's another game that I, I'm really enjoying right now. Sure, thank you. It's uh, so I beat Untitled Goose Game, which is super fun. I don't know if you played, and I was I was yes. looking for something. It's so fun, right? Oh
0: my god, I, I, I love it. Uh, my boyfriend, when he was playing it, before I got to play it, because he had it first, um, we would be going to sleep at night, and he falls asleep after me, and I'd tell him, okay, I'm turning over, I'm going to go to bed, and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll turn off the sound. I'm like, no, 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 I want to listen to the honks. <laughs> leave, leave it on. <laughs> and I would let the honks put me off to sleep. Aw,
1: yeah, the, it's it's a cute game. I just, I just love it so much.
0: Is anyone
2: going to uh, download or play um, the FF7 remake?
1: I don't have a PS4. I want to though, oh, right. but apparently it's going to be PS4 exclusive for 1 year before it comes to the rest of the consoles.
0: I win then. I win. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you you 100% win. <laughs> uh thank you so much for joining us today guys. Uh again, we've had my co-host and player 2, Mike Deneen. Thank you for having us. And thank you yeah, and thank you guys for joining in. This has been Rainbow Road. If you liked this episode, follow us on Twitter at RainbowRoadPod or get in touch with us for future episodes at RainbowRoadPodcast at gmail.com. And a big thank you to all of our guests today and our producer, Matt Kennar. Thanks for listening to Rainbow Road.